All weekend, everybody across the country was watching the impact of uh, Hurricane Fiona. I know there's another Hurricane Ian heading towards Florida, but for Renee Roy, a resident of Port of Basque in Newfoundland, the editor-in-chief of the local paper Rec House uh, Weekly News, it has been a nightmare. It's been uh, a war zone there. Uh, the mayor of Port of Basque on the uh, southwest shore of, of Newfoundland described it as a war zone over the weekend and totally devastating. And uh, and right now, the cleanup is just... I, I, Literally, homes were washed away, and, and I think Renee Roy's on the phone. We've got you. You're, you're, uh, Renee, I know you're in a construction zone. Don't worry about the uh, the noise there. I, I just can't imagine what you're going through. Can you give us a sense of, of what's happened to your home and your and your community of Port-au-Basque? Uh, good, good afternoon or good morning. I'm, I'm not sure the time differential, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, basically we had a bomb go off, and uh, it lasted for about 12 or 14 hours. It's, it's been horrible. Um my home and my the home of my family is, uh, you know, miraculously untouched. I think I lost Renee Roy. Renee, just hang in there. I think we're going to get you back. Speaking of Renee Roy, uh, resident of uh, Port of Basque in Newfoundland, a bomb went off. I don't even know the time. Like, I don't know if you've seen the pictures. As we let's reconnect with Renee if we can. We're doing our best to talk to Canadians in these d- disaster zones. Can you imagine? They can't even get the cell service going and. It's not their fault. They're doing their best. They're exhausted. Literally, the ocean and the storm surge came up and almost swallowed Port of Basque. I know the Premier, um, uh, Andrew Fuhrer, is going to go to Port of Basque, one of the hardest hit areas in the whole country, uh, in the whole Atlantic region. And if we can get uh, Renee Roy back, uh, we certainly will. Renee, we're, you're back in action. Um, give us, like, what happened in this? Like, I know your town, thank or your your house, thank goodness, is, is okay, but... If you were looking around, how many homes got washed away here? Well, if I look to the right of my home, uh, everything's good. If I look straight ahead from my front door, the street is gone. Not the street, but, you know, my landscape is different. There's house after house after house that's completely missing. Um, you know, and this is this is what I've been looking out my window at for eight or nine years. And now everything's drastic and everything's mm-hmm. altered and... You know, these are people I know. These are people I wave to every morning. And now, you know, their homes are absolutely gone. It's, it's not easy to handle. I, I will admit that. Let, let me, let me, t- I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's insane. What was it like in the middle of the storm? Like you tried to ride it out there. Like, like it, it must have been, you said like a bomb was like a war zone. I mean, it must have been frightening. Well, if you can imagine uh, you know, 100 and- 30, I think we had 137 kilometer an hour winds uh, blowing through our street. Um, you know, hearing that for 12 to 14 straight hours, it, it wears on your nerves. I mean, after an hour, it wears on your nerves. Um, but for 14 and to know that homes are being absolutely demolished, um, you know, I, I don't think there was a single resident of Port of Basque that didn't fear for their life that night. And that is saying something, considering the weather we get in that town. Yeah, I about to say, you, you know weather there, right? Like, that's a... How many homes are gone? Do you have any sense of it, sir? Uh, I can tell you now that the mayor has estimated approximately 20 are either completely gone or uninhabitable and beyond repair. But, you know, I, I've been walking around over the last two days uh, throughout all the sub-communities and the little side streets, and the damage is probably... You know, a quarter of the homes, a fifth of the homes, oh it's on God. so many buildings. Whether it's a piece of siding or a roof peeled off or a shed gone or 
four feet of gravel, four feet of uh, bedrock that's got a completely filled driveway now. You know, these driveways are 60 feet long, and they're literally covered with the bottom of the ocean. Boulders, two or three feet deep. Wow. I mean, and and that storm surge, like, sucked homes right off the shore. Well, we had an eight-unit apartment building, which is, uh, you know, a 90-second walk from my home. Uh, It was hit with, I I couldn't even begin to guess how big the wave was, but it it took the entire apartment building, moved it approximately 90 or 120 feet um, off the top story, uh, moved that into the middle of the road, and then on the backwash, it took the entire bottom story and, and just took it, claimed it. Took it. So and the top it. story is in the road. The bottom story is nowhere to be found. That's how, and, and how, now, now, but any injuries? We have had, uh, we have had one fatality. A uh, wow. 73-year-old woman, uh, unfortunately, did lose her life when she was, uh, when her basement was, was swept out from under her, and she she was washed away. She was uh, washed away. That's her. right. She was washed away. Yeah. And, and and no, we you, no recovery. We did. Re- they did recover her yesterday at about four o'clock. Yes, in in the water. They did recover. My her. God. My God. Um, there was another individual who, uh, you know, around the same time was also swept out, uh, and uh, she was able to cling on to something. I I don't know exactly what it was, but she was able to cling on to something, and some of the. Uh, some of her neighbors managed to pull her out of the water and transport her to the local hospital where she's being treated for uh, water inhalation. And hopefully she'll be, she'll be okay. So I'm sure what, there's plenty so, of other scrapes and cuts and I bet, I bet. we haven't heard about. And what do you need now? Like, how are you guys getting by? I know the military's, I know the premier's coming. What do you need in Port Basque? Well, right now, uh, you know, we've got so many donations of food or, and clothing, uh, or pardon me, not food, clothing and footwear and so on that I think they're, they're actually starting to slow it down because we've got, uh, you know, a hockey arena full of donations, which is spectacular. But right now what we need is, is access to clean drinking water. We need lodging for these people because right now some of these folks are staying with other relatives who might not have power, neighbors who might not have running water or, or portable water. Um, you know, it's it's not tenable to keep these people in in someone else's home for weeks, if not months on end, until something else can happen. We need lodging. We need accommodation. We need resources to clean these streets. I mean, this is like uh, this is like the hurricane that hit New Orleans years ago, and I know it's nowhere near in in, in comparison. But the debris is everywhere. It's people just are clearing it's just... off their lawns with with this stuff so that people can walk by. It, it's that severe the pictures don't do it justice is that right well you know it's 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 the scenes we're seeing are so devastating but i gotta tell you and i just got off the phone with the mayor of uh the region in cape breton the resilience of the community renee is unbelievably um kind of remarkable isn't it well we're we're known for being a bit tough i guess uh (laughs) So we have that going for us, but uh, I guess we are also known for being a bit stubborn. So I don't know if that's a good combination, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it is what it is because that's the world, right? And and there you are on the rugged shores of Newfoundland and Port of Basque, experiencing, I think, the most devastating hurricane in its history. And you're laughing, even though I think if you weren't laughing, you'd be crying. But you got a lot of work ahead. 
Hey, the country's thinking of you, Renee, and 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 we hope people are donating to the um, uh, to the Red Cross, which there's going to be matching from the government. And if you need anything, the the people across Canada, you know, we're all here to to support you, uh, and 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 communities across your province and across the Atlantic regions, Renee Roy. I so do take care, and and I know your community's suffering, and and you're there to help out. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to read. And, uh, and, you know, let people know how we're doing. I, I do appreciate that very much. I, I can't believe you're the editor-in-chief of the Rec House Weekly News. That that I, The whole name now is a whole different meaning, doesn't it, Renee? <laughs> well, unfortunately, this isn't the notoriety I'd hoped for when I, when we started the company. But, uh, you know, this, this is what it's become at, at this point. Yeah. Listen, brother, take care. Thanks, Renee. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too. That's Renee Roy. Um, Hey, is that the spirit of Newfoundland and Labrador right there? He, he He's the editor-in-chief of a local paper called the Rec House Weekly News, and he's out there just, he says just worse than you can imagine. A bomb went off. <sighs> Incredible.